Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 134? Four? Yes. 132. 132. No, 132. 132. Way to give me a ah. yes on the four. 132. Oops. Uh, we're presented by Parse Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Uh, really a good time of the year to start drinking Parse. It snowed in Chicago recently. It's getting a little cooler up north. Maybe mix in some Parse in your tea. It snowed in Chicago? Oh, yeah. It snowed. Did it snow up in the Michigan area? No, it's been like raining, but it's like 50 and it's supposed to be 65 next week. I saw a report of snow uh, by the airport in Chicago. Maybe a little lake effect snow. Ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I, I have. That is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a high of like 45 here, so I could see there being some snow, but it's a high of 70 next week. It's going to warm back up. I'll get some more golf in. Don't worry. Yeah, you're fine. But mix in a parse, you know, a of course, at night, wrap yourself in a blanket, have a glass parse. Of course. It'd be a hot toddy with Parse. Playoff baseball, full effect. The Yankees just clinched the DS. They did it. Over the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Can you say Windians still? I guess you can say you can't say Windians. I'd probably say no. You probably can't say that. Just Guardians. Tom, how do you feel? Feel great. I mean, feel, feel alive, you know, nothing like watching an elimination game, back-to-back elimination game or well day in between, but you know, back-to-back elimination games, nothing makes you feel more alive than that. Feel great right now. Well, I was going to say, wasn't it kind of anti Like it was kind of like a, it was kind of a slow game. I mean, it was the perfect game from my perspective because they went up, they went up three, nothing right away. Kind of took the life out of the, the guardians and then kind of held it the rest of the way. As you said, I mean, it wasn't like the most interesting game as a neutral fan, but as a Yankee fan, it's pretty much everything you could ask for. Five innings, one run from Nestor. Bullpen good. Cole up in the ninth. Love that. Let's go. Let's go on to Houston. Let's see what, you know, let's dance. Let's see what happens. I'm very sad. I looked around my house today for my old Yankee stuff. And I think I got rid of it when I got drafted by the Cubs because I couldn't find it, but I was going to wear it on the podcast today. And I could not hunt it down. I was very sad. Damn it. Tom. At any point during the series, were you shitting them? After Saturday, 100%. It definitely felt, I think I tweeted this, it felt like a little bit like the Guardians were maybe a team of destiny because on Friday and Saturday, felt like every blue pit was falling. Um, and it felt like the Yankees had opportunities to put both of those games away, didn't do it. Guardians took advantage, give them credit. They were up 2-1. I felt... Like Sun, I felt okay on Sunday. It was it was a Garrett Cole kind of legacy game. Let's find out what Garrett Cole's made of, and he he was up to the bell. So give him credit for that. And then Nestor today, um, starting on short rest. I actually, this might have been a really hot take. I almost preferred Tyone on full rest over Nestor on short rest because Tyone's been very good this year as well. But Nestor shoved and and huge win. So can't complain. But yeah, what? definitely Saturday. I, I was Saturday night was tough. Did. Did the Guardians come out and say why Bieber wasn't going to throw today? They Terry uh, Terry Francona basically said that he's coming off surgery and that he was available in the pen today. He was not available if they played yesterday. He was available in the pen today, but only basically said they would they would have going to use every other pitcher before they got to Bieber. Like if it went like eighteen innings, they would have gone to Bieber at some point, but he was not going to be one of the first you know four or five guys out of there for sure. That's kind of good for them. That's pretty. It's pretty pro. Zach was pissed when he was not going in. 
Well, I just, I didn't understand it because I saw somebody said that like, they didn't really have an answer. So that's why I was asking if somebody, I didn't really do too much digging on it, but I feel like if he was, if there was no answer and they're like, yeah, he's on three days rest. I feel like you have to give him somewhat of a shot to throw the ball, but he's their guy. I think protecting their guy for long term is the right thing. For sure. Yeah. It's tough. Because Garrett Cole said, you know, fuck it. I'm ready. His shit's Let me close this thing. That's His so cool, guaranteed. though. That's so cool that you know what's he on two days, one day? He threw Sunday? Through Sunday. That's psychotic. I unless the, like this might be his pen day, like you know how like every five like some guys are second day pen, some are third day. It might be his pen day, but that's like. Well, he said last night too. If they had played last night, he he told Boone he was available. Now, granted, I think the Yankees would have been much more hesitant to use him on zero days rest compared to one day, even. But I kind of wanted like I wanted them to get like a single, and then like Quan gets like what? Like I wanted like a still a two run game, get past Quan and bring up the righty Rosario, and just see if they were going to bring in Cole or not. I think they would have. I wanted I, to see I, it. I, I don't. I don't see them bringing him. Really. I mean, you don't warm him up for fun. That's what he, I'm saying. He might have done it on himself and said, hey, let's give these people something to cheer about. But I don't know if he's going all the way down to the bullpen for no reason. And he started as soon as the inning started. So it was like, hey, man, like, if shit starts hitting the fan, like, we're going to you. I think he was in. Tom, I have some more questions. Rock the baby. Did John Boy Media go around and buy out all the hotel rooms in New York last night? Yeah, that was actually uh, I'm not I'm not legally allowed to talk about it, but I was involved in a mission last night calling up every Hilton in the area. Making sure that there was nothing available. That's fucked. They stayed, in the- Yon- they stayed in Yonkers. That's closer than Midtown. It's fine. Yeah, I've also heard that like all the players were there together. Yeah, it was just the team officials that were stuck in Midtown. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the team stayed in Yonkers, which is closer to the stadium than Midtown anyway. Well, it sounded like they were all scattered throughout the city, but they were split between two hotels and all the players were in one spot. Correct. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's what's been reported. Yeah. Okay. It's not that bad. Does anybody think there's a conspiracy to make sure the Yankees had an extra day of rest to get Nestor back and win the game? Yeah, it's great for the Yankees that they get no days off before the Astros series. That's that's tight. I mean, that the, what I don't know. This train of logic doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I understand People will always say the league wants the Yankees, and I get it. Like, I mean, there are definitely times where some shit, shady shit's going on. This doesn't really seem like one of those times to me. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think that's a super hot take, and I don't, I don't think that doesn't even make sense to me. I feel like if anything, you gave the Guardians a chance if they wanted to start Bieber, who is probably him and Cole the best two pitchers in the whole series, and then they have a better bullpen than the Yankees, and they were more rested. So you could literally go. I mean, it didn't work out, obviously, <clears throat> their pen day, but, like, you could do what they did and use Karen Chuck and all those guys that you want. I don't think it makes sense that the Yankees would want another day. I think, if anything, they tried to play last night. It didn't get banged till like, 10 o'clock. Yeah, that was the crazy part is it didn't get banged and the people that were in the stadium waiting around didn't get to see baseball. That's also wild, too, that there was no exchanges or refunds either for that game, for any game, for either of the games that got rained out. But they no did refunds. That ticket Bro. works. That ticket worked today, right? No. Wait. No, it, it did. did. Okay. It did. It, yeah, it did work oh. today. Oh, okay. okay. Right. But if you Fair can't enough. go, I mean, it's a one o'clock game on a Tuesday. Man, if yes. you get fired, there's always other jobs to be had. You know. It's a good point. skip work. I there's only so many times you get to watch the Yankees. 
if they played that game at 9 or 9.30 last night, I think there would have been 15 people trying to get on the field with two hours of beer sales with no baseball going on. That place would have been a legit zoo. I kind of wanted them to I – I mean, granted, we. I'm a late-night guy anyway. I would have loved if they started that game at 10 o'clock. I was like, fire me up. Let's start at 10 o'clock. Let's make a memory. They didn't do it, but it worked out today, obviously. But I think that would have been electric last night. I'm a little disappointed it didn't happen. Imagine a 0-0 game, like another one we had, going 18 innings into like 5 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning, and you wake no. up and they're still playing. It'd be a I, oh, you'd go to sleep. No shot. No shot. No. You would be sleeping, Zach. I, dude, I would be. I, I think they know. I got no dog the, in the fight, dude. But the the love of baseball inside of you, I guarantee you would have stayed awake. I don't guarantee know. it. I don't know. I think they're they probably looked at the Monday night football thing too and said, do we really want to compete with Monday night I football? Think, I think ratings? more people would have wanted to watch the fucking game at eleven o'clock, zero zero. Other than the Broncos and the fucking whoever uh, whoever played last Chargers. night, Chargers, Chargers, Broncos, Tom. Chargers won nineteen sixty in overtime. Yeah, Let are Russ you cook. at all? Are you at all concerned that the Yanks have to go straight into the ALCS? Are you concerned yeah. if they're going to have a couple too many pops tonight? Are you going to call in the clubhouse and say, "Hey, make sure you don't have any pops"? Yeah, I, I I put a couple calls into Scotty and a couple people. Let them know, no, you know, one maybe two. We're gonna cut it off now. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. If I, I if how could I not be concerned about the Astros? I mean, they're a juggernaut. It's been one of. I don't think people talk enough about how impressive this run they've been on is. Like, it's incredible. They've been in the ALCS now. I think six of the last seven years. I believe that's correct. And this is a team that obviously the Yankees have not been able to beat in this spot numerous times before so yeah obviously you're concerned about the fact even if they played 18 innings that was saturday yankees have played a lot of baseball since then bullpens are already shorthanded pitching rotations not probably as deep as you'd like it to be hopefully you can bring a couple guys off the uh, onto the roster we'll see um hicks got hurt today so that's another kind of factor it'll be interesting to see what happens with him but yeah i mean i'd be lying if i said i wasn't concerned yeah you got to be concerned about the astros okay and then what about all the teams that struggled coming off of their little mini vacation? You know, so that's Astros haven't played in what three days? Where I mean, all the teams that kind of rolled rolled right into it played well. Mariner two wins in their back pocket that you know kind of gotten blown in the last inning or two. Um, I don't know. There's something to be said about riding high really quick, turning around, and then just going to play. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think you could, if I'm in the Yankees clubhouse, I'm a Marin Boone, I'm spinning it as a positive, And I think there's ways you could spin it as a positive as, as you just did. But I think we'd all, I think even if you talk to Aaron Boone, he'd rather be the Astros right now than the Yankees. I mean, the fact that they didn't keep home field as well really hurts in this situation. Instead of having these two games at home tomorrow, you know, tomorrow and the next day, having to go to Houston tonight, that's, that's a huge element, you know? So I'm I'm definitely concerned about the Astros. I mean, you'd have to. I think you'd have to be a kind of an idiot to not be worried about the Astros. They're they're a great team. I'm just gonna say I think going straight in is tough, but the fact that the DS did get stretched out so long, and they had some off days in between, I think it's not gonna help where their bullpen is because there are guys that have thrown every day, and Cole did recently throw. But some of the guys tie on some of the dudes that have some longer rest. I think it will help, and I think all the position players are plenty fresh. So. Pen a little bit of a concern, but besides that, I think having the series stretched out as long as it was 
kind of negates some of that. Who's uh, who's scheduled to throw tomorrow? Uh, it'll Tyone. be Jamison. Yeah, it'll be Jamison Tyone against Verlander. Yep, got hit around his first outing. Uh, Tom, agree or disagree? Anything less than a World Series is a failure of a season for the New York Yankees. A World Series championship, winning a World Series, not just going, winning. I mean that that is this is why people don't like Yankee fans. I understand it, but that's this fan base's mindset every year since 1996. I would say, you know, every year I've been alive. With the exception of you're talking like three years, they've been in the playoffs, and most of those years they've been making fairly deep runs. And yeah, you know, since 2009, they have no World Series championships to show for it. So I think I, it's yeah. kind of tough with half of your bullpen, half of your A arms in the bullpen are hurt. You still have LeMahieu who's hurt. You know, I mean, it's is he going to be back at all? Is there a chance he plays? He said yesterday, or I'm sorry, he said today. Uh, that if they won, he wants to be on the roster. Now, whether or not that I'm gonna, means, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact my source and see. I don't know who I, it could. My source could be anyone, but I'm gonna contact them and see what they have to say. You're gonna text Boone? Yeah, me and me and AB. 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 The best part is when Scott texts in our group text and he's talking about these different person people. He always uses like their nickname. He goes, "Huge pitch there from low." I'm like, you don't have to be cool. Like, spell his name out. Like, all right, let's take it easy. He's so sick. He's so cool. Wow. Tom, who can you go over our predictions for the <laughs> no, I cannot. I do I, I would have needed to heads up on this. I'm sorry. I, I do not have that in front of me. You don't remember off the top of your head? I can uh, tell you who I, I had. I know uh, I had Yankees. I think Dakota had Yankees Phillies, I believe was his prediction because he wanted a Scott Efros versus his collegiate teammate, uh, Kyle Schwarber. Ian had I had, I had Yanks Braves. <laughs> nice pick. Idiot. I had, I believe, right. Dodgers over Astros. So great pick by me. Uh, I think I did too. So there you go. We did it. I think Zach, I thought you had Braves Astros. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> So Zach I'm looking and I are, good. Zach and I are wrong. Yeah, Zach and I are out. Either in the clubhouse. You're the leader in the clubhouse. When you said the Phillies, I thought that's not going to happen. But you know what? Electric, electric so, baseball by the Phillies. Phillies have been swinging it. They've oh, my playing. gosh. They are fun to watch. Dude, I almost want to go to a game in Philly right now, like with how oh, wild. You might die, though. You might die if they lose. Die. Phillies is nuts. You'd have to wear Philly gear. Like, you couldn't go there and just be impartial. <laughs> Compound like goes to Philly. Zach and, I, Zach and I take a road trip to Philly for a game. I'll go. I love you can't this. wear Yankee stuff, Tom. They will kill you, I bet. You will die. You would die. That stadium looked like it was about to fall over. Are we going to talk? We, we need to go back to the Yankees first. We got to talk about the Rock Baby. You can't. I, I'm going to give you my take on it. Please. You... You can do that when it's like to win the game or like, you know, like you can't do that and still be losing that current game because, you know, like you're done. Like you dug yourself like he came to the plate today. He didn't have a chance in hell of getting a hit. There was no way he was getting a hit today. I would have bet a million dollars. It was insane. But you can't bet on baseball. You can't. And I did not. But I'm just saying, like, you do that. Like, you better fucking win, man. You got to win if you do that. Do you agree or disagree with that, Ian? I thought in that situation, 
It's not what I'm going to do out there. You always take the PC answer. Like, just give me what your heart say. I can't tell you what my heart says. In that situation, you're still not even, you haven't even tied the game. That's my point. Crazy. You're still losing. Also, Garrett Cole's accomplished a lot in this game. I know you're competing against him. Garrett Cole's accomplished a lot of things in the game, been around for a while. Like, I don't know. I think it's wild how Cole, Cole he said he didn't sit. No, no shot. Didn't see it. He was screaming at him. And oh, he, he was, was? Just like, not, not Cole at him, but Naylor was screaming at Cole. Like, at him. You're my son. Way. You're my, like, but it was, I don't know. At the mound. Stadium was loud. Wow. Did you guys, did you guys yeah, see Cole's but, response though? Cole's response was great where they asked him and he was hilarious. like, he was like, it's, it's whatever. whatever. It, 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 it's cute. Cause there was, and I love that answer from Cole because you're going into a game five. Why talk shit there? It's like, why give them extra firepower? Like, let's just be like, yeah, man, nice. Cool. Like we, you still have to win the game. Like, and then they went and beat him. I, I, there's, I, I don't think there's any way Cole didn't notice him doing it though. He was going nuts around the bases. Would you have noticed Dakota if someone did that to you? I guess I don't know how loud it is, but like he was screaming at Cole, <laughs> like "You're my son." I I don't know. I never look at the runner, so I guess I guess maybe he didn't. But I just feel like since he was yelling at him, like I, it was a lot. I've never seen do anybody do anything like that. If it it wasn't a walk off, he was celebrating like it was a walk off homer. It was a go ahead homer. It was the fourth inning. Wasn't a homer to tie. It was crazy. One of the craziest things I've witnessed. Nick Glaber, Nick Glaber had had to give it back to him after they won. Must have had his athletic greens that morning. Oh, I think so. Must have. Maybe too much athletic greens. Maybe he was fired up a little too fired. I mean, he was. That would explain it. That would explain it. He got all 75 of those high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source superfoods and probiotics, I'll tell you. All of them. Special blend of ingredients. Supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system. Energy. Had some energy. Recovery, focus, and aging. Wasn't aging. All the things. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still tasting great. Dakota, how often do you have in your, your athletic greens? Every day? Every day. Every morning. Have the have the little uh, tub here. It's still about half full, and every day tastes delicious. You put Good it for in a me. water bottle or a shaker? Uh, I still have the little shaker that it came with, like in the pack. It's like mm-hmm. basically a water bottle, and then you just shake it around a little bit. My uh, my wonderful girlfriend makes smoothies every morning, and she puts it in the smoothie, so it's just a win-win situation right there. Nice little fluff there for a shout out. Nice, nice. Get you some brownie uh, points. I need them. <laughs> I need them. <laughs> making you a smoothie every morning. She loves. She you think loves Zach's making a smoothie? Come on. Now. Well, I mean, I, just, I, I bet know. Zach makes the eggs. I bet Zach makes the eggs while she makes the smoothie. Dude, I'm no? not allowed to. She loves cooking. That's her time. Oh no! Twist your arm. Yeah. Uh, don't cook. Uh, Shoot, it out. Do, you, do you at least do you wash the blender out? Yeah, I'll put it in the put it in the dishwasher. Put some water in there. <laughs> you know, come on. You got to press. Put some soap and water in there. Press the blender. And then if you want to go double time, put it back into the dishwasher too. You dish you dishwash your blender every day? No. That's what I just said. I said sometimes. Oh. Cleaning. So what do you do? How do, do you, you like wash soap. it out with water on the other days or yeah, soap and water in there and you put the 
shaker oh, and then you and then you blend this Probably. athletic greens ad is devolving very quickly here no no because no, it's we're easy to clean because athletic greens is easy to clean too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but sometimes it gets stuck to the bottom of that shaker too you gotta know what you're doing with it gotta know it's true what's really great about this whole conversation is that there's plenty of ways to consume your athletic greens there's plenty of ways to take it in plenty of ways as long as you're getting it it's all that matters and to make it easy, Athletic Greens can give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Athleticgreens.com slash compound. Tom, say it with me. Athleticgreens.com. Athleticgreens.com. Slash slash compound. compound. Here we go. Well done. Let's talk about the, the Dodgers losing. We'll talk about the Jets being four and two too, but we can wait till later. Giants five and you one. No, Tom will just cut that. No, no, no. As long as we talk, as long as we talk about the Giants too, I'm good. The city of New York right now is just hot. I think awesome. the Rangers are like four and zero to start the year too. Man, what a time awesome. to be in New York. What do you got on the Dodgers losing? I mean, that just that's baseball. Who saw it happening though? I mean, against the Padres, you it didn't it didn't shock me. It wasn't like no way they lost. Like the Padres are a very good fucking team. Ian, can you know I ask I mean? you in the last labor negotiations, was there any discussion at all about moving these series to seven games? Because it is odd that there are five games. I think they're the last major sports league. I, I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, that has a five game playoff series, and obviously they have three before that as well. No, there wasn't, and I think there's a couple of reasons. I think the first one is because of weather and extending the postseason longer. I think if we were going to go to the three-game three, three game wild card to get more teams in, uh, it was going to be hard to do 7-7-7. Seven, seven, seven. And the other part of that is um, with the weather constraints and then coming out of the lockout, like it wouldn't have been feasible to do this year. So... I actually like the five game series. I think it's, I I think it's cool. Yeah. I, 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 let me be clear. Like I've seen some people saying that like, Oh, it should definitely be seven. I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I do. Th- I, I probably would prefer a seven, but like, I do think the five adds an interesting element as well. And I really like, I, I much prefer the three game wild card over the one game wild card. So I think if yeah, that, if that's how we balance it outward, we get the extra games there and we lose them in the divisional round. I'm, I'm willing to make that trade. I think that makes sense. I agree with I, that. I think the three-game wild card is way better than the one-game wild card. Yeah, while the one game was good for TV, but like, it's not so much shit can happen. Not how yeah. it should be. Yeah, but uh, yes, the Dodgers losing, crazy. It, but uh, the Padres it, are such a good team; they're an unbelievably good team. That's like, I agree. like look about. at their lineup; it's disgusting. I also think their pitch. I think both the Phillies and the. Padres pitching was underrated. I think some of the other teams like had such dominant frontline starters, but like a Grove, who's who's their three? Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Was, that that one, two, three, very very good. And I think the Phillies with um with Nola and Wheeler and Swar is a very good one, two, three, two. I think those are aided good they were the whole year they just you know it's tough when you're saying there's a Scherzer DeGrom 
one two out there. I think the Phillies are definitely the like dark horse in the NL. Like like you said, like those three starting pitchers. I I promise this is gonna sound horrible. Up until last week, this is gonna sound horrible. Didn't know who he was. Had not heard his name before. Watched him pitch. You're gross. Zach Wheeler, 96, 98, up to 100. That's not fair. Good luck. And then Aaron Nola is just Aaron Nola? Or Aaron, Aaron Nola is the Aaron pitcher. Austin Nola is the pitcher. Yep. Aaron Nola, unbelievable pitcher. And then they got Schwaba. Mm, Schwaba. They, they had length out of those guys, too. Those guys threw a lot of innings. They were good all year. I think Suarez is a really good, especially in the playoffs. Like he's a dude that'll go give you six, seven innings on a low pitch count. That's what he does. Gets ball and play. Would you say, is he just like Nestor Cortez, like pitched wide? I haven't faced Nestor. I think uh, Shores is more a plus-plus changeup and less on the breaking ball. The other two guys, too, like they've been top of the rotation guys for a long time now. So they kind of have it it all working. And when their offense is clicking and those guys are kind of flowing off each other, I mean, that's a dangerous group. When they're when they're all kind of locked in, I thought Peter Moylan, who uh, works here for John Boy and does stuff for the Braves pre and post, I thought he had a really good tweet where he just said, "Last year Braves won via the momentum. This year momentum went the went the opposite way, went against them. Philly's clearly a team of momentum in that series, and be interesting to see. There's that little break between these two series if they can keep that going. Now, I was uh, I was on my telephone earlier today and I saw um. I saw a video about the of the 2000 All-Star game. Randy Johnson started. He's throwing fastballs between 93 and 97. Nice. Pumping. That'll play. We got other guys throwing 92 dick balls. 92 sinker dick balls in the All-Star game. I'm watching these playoff games. Everybody's throwing a hunch. Everybody's throwing a hunch. Guys, I've never heard of played. before. Throwing a hunch. Can we? You wish you could have played back. Can time. we? Can I ask why do we think is it driveline? Is it what is the reason behind every guy now? Like as you said, Ranger Swords is someone we've never seen. You know, a lot of people haven't seen comes out shoves. All these guys come out and shove and are throwing. You know, this guy Munez on the on the Mariners. I had never seen him before the Yankees played him in August. Comes out throwing like one oh three two seamers. It's like okay, where's this guy been? You know, like there's just seems like every time you see a team. There's some guy you've never heard of throwing 101 casually with movement. And it's like, how did this happen? You know, even I feel like even five years ago, we weren't really seeing this. I think everybody's super athletic. I think everybody knows how to train their body for velocity, like far more than we've ever known before. And I think guys are being told to sell out and like get to their highest velocity. So it's a focus and emphasis of training from a young age, um, you know, and I think it's just a combination of all that stuff and, and the best arms, not necessarily accuracy or guys that can get outs, but the best arms are getting rewarded early. And so that's who's in the system. And you have a bunch of dudes just absolutely chucking it. And it's just the technology now, like all the <laughs> new sciences behind like the video you can watch to see like oh if you put your body in this position like you can throw harder if you do this and that like it's just a lot more science behind it versus hey man like long toss and you'll get arm strength and start throwing harder and probably dakota you tell me if you're trying to find three to five miles an hour if you go 
on video and you look at all the positions your body's in and then your release on the ball, where you're at, the consistency of your spin efficiency and all this stuff. Say most guys, when they're brought into pro ball, can find that extra couple miles an hour from that type of stuff. Is that accurate? Three to five might be a little extreme, but like one to three, yes. Three to five is a big jump. That's that's a that's a big bump. Yeah, that's what. But yeah, I I'd say a good couple. I feel like there's a lot of dudes that you know, like trying to think of some examples, but like like a Dwayne Underwood that we played with. It was like 92, 93. And then, you know, he finds a jump. Also, he got moved to the pen though, right? Yes. And and some of it's just like growing like into your body. Like if you get drafted, especially out of high school and you're 18, 19, by the time you're 25, you're going to be throwing hopefully three to five miles an hour harder than you were. Like I remember out of high school, I was 88, 90. And now at times I'll be like three to five. It's just like growing into your body and like working out and just doing, I I feel like also out of high school and even out of college, most programs don't have great arm care routines. And then you get into pro ball and it's like, Oh, I got to do all this in between every time I throw. And it helps a ton, especially with velocity. It's a huge point of emphasis because that's, you're getting paid to just take care of that wing. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's going to win this series? The series? Phillies or the Phillies? Phillies. I guess take with my gut. Zach? I got Phillies too. I think that's the team of destiny. Team mm-hmm. that was written off all – I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series. I think they go to the oh. World Series. Um, I think – I don't know. I think a team that is looks as close as they are and kind of not – beat the odds but like they were getting like clowned on twitter over what a week ago like when they were trying to fight what was it against you guys like somebody lost the ball i think marsh lost the ball in the sun at wrigley and it turned into a triple and they were like this team doesn't even want to fucking win they this that and the other and it's like motherfuckers like this is a really good team get them in there and it can happen we did season sweep them this year Right. Shout so, out to the shout out to the so Cubs. Back, though, the Cubs should be in the CS right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're a really good team. I don't I think it's gonna could just come down to who's who gets momentum early in the series and who because I do I think the Phillies are a really tight knit group. I think they are. Is that something to say about Kyle Schwarber? I think that I think they those guys are all they have the right mix of guys that are signed to big long term deals and young players who are just young players who are excited to be playing. They have a good mix. You no, know, Marsh pretty well. I played with in the fall league with him. And that's Oops, a guy like weird brag. That's a guy where it's <laughs> like, yeah, he's young, but he brings that energy to a team where it's like, you know, guys are kind of scared to be themselves in a locker room. But like I think the most successful teams are like what Ian was saying, the close knit teams, the guys who are comfortable being there without being, you know, way too comfortable but like he's somebody who plays like his hair's on fire and I think that being young like I think he's only 23 24 and showing that you know he has what it takes to do that get big hits play with that fire and energy I think that goes such a long way and then you have guys like Bryce Harper who do that and show how the team how to win you know like I think there's something to be said about all of those things that's what I was going to say is 
is Bryce Harper maybe the best? Like he's the he's the best player that is forgotten about. Like I feel like it's forgotten how good Bryce Harper is at baseball. It's every year. It's like, wait a second. This guy is really, really good. So something he just turned 30, has like two silver sluggers, an MVP. Um, two MVPs. Two, yeah, two MVPs, and it's like – Six or seven all-star games. Is that like the Mike Trout effect, like what you were saying before, Ian? Is it like, yeah, this guy's supposed to do that. He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16. Yeah. His expectation was so high. And like whenever he has a year where he has like an 830 OPS or an 850 OPS, people are like, oh, Bryce, he's done. It's like, no, no, no. Still, he had a great fucking year. A great fucking year. And then, like, the good years that he had, I think he he had a stretch there at the end of his time in Washington where he had a couple years that weren't to his expectation, but they were still good. And then in the last, maybe 2020, I mean, definitely last year when he won the MVP, he, his swing tightened up even more, and it got, like, Really, really good. Yeah. And now he's like, I mean, we played him at the end of last year when he was locked in, and it was like, God. Damn. He's made some adjustments where he doesn't clip as many balls. Like instead of clipping them, he flushes them, and it's one fifteen, four forty. Go get him. I mean, he's yeah, he keeps getting better, laying off some stuff too. That in the past, I remember we played him uh, in the seventeen playoffs, and there was there's times when you could get him to swing at like curveballs under and some stuff in the dirt. Get him to chase a little bit. He doesn't chase. He walks in an absurd clip. Like he, and he uses the whole field. I mean, he's he's a dangerous dude. Do you do you think it's tough for somebody like him? Where I would say for the most part of the year, because I mean, Schwarber was leading off, but like Cassianos had a down year. I don't know what kind of year Hoskins had, but like once you get past Schwarber and Harper's up, like I wouldn't want to say. They're going to throw around them, but they're going to tread lightly. Like, it's like, hey, make somebody else beat us. Do you think that is also hard for a hitter, too, where it's like, okay, I know they're not – I have a base open. I know, and it's early in the game. Like, they're not going to walk me, but they're going to make me get myself out. And he's like, I want to fucking hit. I want to post. But at the same time, I need to do my job and get on. Like, there, it's almost like back in the NL when guys would hit not eighth in front of the pitcher. It's like, fuck, what are they trying to do to me here? I think it's really tough, and I think they have a lineup that's set up better for it than most. I think uh, JT sitting behind him. Uh, Castellanos hits behind him. JT hits three. Harper four. At least this game currently. It's okay. Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Muto, Harper, Castellanos, and then Boom. Yeah, Boom had hit like two ninety. Yeah, but regardless, like I think, I think Harper is a guy that's he wants to drive guys in. Like he wants to be known for doing that. Like that's how you get paid and how you, you know, become a hero by driving runs in. And I think he's gotten a lot better at it throughout his career at like taking those talks and being okay with like letting the next guy do it. And I think that's why like this team is dangerous in the playoffs. Like Soto's really good at it, but that that's why this team's dangerous in the playoffs. Cause Harper can get on, you know, Castellanos gets hot. He's really, really good. And Bohm's a 300 hitter. So you kind of put all that mix together and you're in a really good spot. I was going to say one thing we haven't mentioned though, and that's been, a was a storyline throughout the year and it'd be interesting to see if it comes up in this series is the Phillies defense has been borderline atrocious. And mm-hmm. I feel like that might, I, I, if you're asking me who I'd pick, I'd pick the Padres because 
I, I'm worried about that the Phillies defense, but we'll see. They does seem like they could be a team of momentum. One other thing I want to ask Zach, there's a great article today by our friends at Backyard Barbecue. They're talking about Brandon Marsh. And did, I don't know if you guys saw it. We talk about this in the office all the time. Brandon Marsh, his hair is perpetually always soaking wet to the point that it's like concerning. And we found out today that he goes into the dugout after every inning and dumps water in his head. Zach, was he doing this when you were playing with him? I, I will say now that you say it, like his hair was always wet. And that's all that I remember him as. It's like wet, wet hair guy. He's a wet yeah. hair guy. Yes, that's him. That's who he is. Did you ever see him doing the like wet hair routine? I don't know. That was that was three or four years ago. Um, I mean, the guy is the craziest, best person I've ever met. So it's like, you know, he would always get the boys going with pre-workout. Like he would be doing crazy shit with it. We're not like, so if he was doing that in the dugout, I would just look at him and go, oh, there goes Marsh. You know, like he's probably going to, he's probably going to hit a homer after this too. Like the guy's one of the better hitters that I played with in my time. Like, I mean, the guy, Again, he would do something. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it's just water. Marisnik had like this gel that would like keep it looking wet the whole game. And he was really proud of this gel that he found to do that. But that's the thing. I know what you're talking about, Marisnik. We played him again this year and I noticed it too. I was like, is his hair wet? But Marsh's, like Tom said, it looks like, hey, someone just dumped a bucket of water on your head, didn't they? Like that's what his hair looks like. We talk about it in the office all the time. He, I mean, he's got the obviously the very long beard as well, but with the wet hair, he looks like he's like a on a deserted yeah. island and just like got dropped in like to play center field like on like five minutes notice. It's a crazy, it's a crazy <laughs> yes. look. There's dudes, there's dudes that want crazy. to be like, oh, I'm go, I got a playoff series, I got a national TV game, like I get lined up, gotta make sure I shave, get all this right. That's shorty. That is shorty. He, this dude, this dude's like, fuck it, I want to look like a caveman. He's oh. more of the let's do something crazy that are gonna get the boys going. Don't care what I look like. Let's get the boys. I saw there was a mic'd up. Uh, I saw, watched it was like a five minute video MLB posted. It was like all the the best clips from this year. And then Ump was talking to him. There's like, hey man, you should shave your head and shave your face and just walk into the field tomorrow. Do you think that they would let you in? And he was like, there'd be no way that they would know who I am. He's never like you. It's when you so play true. with him, you look the same way, right? He's the same exact way. Well, that was like Johnny Damon when he got traded to the Yankees. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Who's this guy? Do you think guy? he gets it trimmed yeah. up? Kind of, kind of a good-looking guy now. What'd you say? Think he gets like a trim at all? Or? Long, he might clean it up by like clean the edges up, but like, dude, it's long. I don't think he's ever cut that thing. I, I think I think it was like a mind of its own. <laughs> we didn't talk about it real quick with the Phillies. Rob Thompson, really cool. That they like he was interim and they turned it around and here they are and already got hired as like the permanent manager. Did he That's pretty next sick. Year, you have to. Yeah. They already, they already said like, I don't know if you got like a two-year deal or something like that, but like they already said like, yep, he'll be back. Imagine. Uh, thanks. Uh, we're going to go look for somebody else. Yeah. Thanks for turning around and getting us the NLCS, but eh, it's not going to do it. That was really pro of you. I think it's, I think it's cool how, uh, how excited the players were. The players were like fired up that he got that. And that's also, awesome. That shows you how um, how good a manager is. Like, if your team's fired up, like, let's go. Like, that's so big. Like, that is obviously, so huge in the clubhouse. Obviously, like, when Girardi got fired, like, he's probably pumped up. He's like, wow, I'm a manager. But at the same time, he's probably like, like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, you're, like, no matter who performs bad or great, it's on you. You mm -hmm. can't fire the whole team. 
It's done you. At the end of the day, if Bryce Harper goes over for five for five, with five punches, that's on the manager. Or like if you miss the playoffs. Why didn't you pinch hit him in the ninth inning? Bases loaded. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, and that's just how it is. Talk about Muggsy. Zach, how comfortable are Muggsy jeans? I still, I still have the pair that Ian gave me. I don't know if I've harped on that enough. That's 2019 in March. Um, yeah, the, the light ones. The lights I'll still wear light. from time to time. I love them. They're they're stretchy. They're they don't bunch up. They're really comfortable. They don't feel like. I mean, when I personally think of jeans, I'm like, oh, I gotta wear jeans. But like, if I'm wearing those, I'm like, sick. I'm wearing comfortable ass pants. Not even jeans. That's called durability. That's what that's called. Most comfortable denim ever. I love my Muggsies. I only wear Muggsy. I'm a Muggsy only type of guy. I literally do not own another brand of jean. I only own. There's two people Muggsy. in my life who only own Muggsy jeans. Ian Happ and James John Boy O'Brien. Those are the two people in my life. Oh, Muggsy only. Two pretty big names. Two pretty, pretty big, big names. names right there. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for you. Oh, Muggsy guys. Yeah. Treat yourself. For the holiday season, head over to mugsy.com using code JOMBOY, 10% off, free shipping. 10% off and free shipping. Most comfortable jeans you've ever worn. Code JOMBOYMUGSY.com. There's going to be four teams left. There's four teams left right now. If the Astros do not win the World Series, all of these great teams that could have been dynasties or were supposed to be dynasties, dynasties, Cubs, Dodgers, Astros, Yankees. No, Yankees didn't have like a dynasty team in the last six, seven years. Did Yankees they? are always a dynasty team. They're always, but they haven't even won one. I'm just saying like hey. of the teams that have won hey. one easy in that time, everybody's won one. Dodgers have won one. Cubs have won one. Astros have won one. Braves got their one. Um, Quick interjection. Tom, that right there is why the Yankees are so great because they won it 13 years ago. And it's looked at like, oh, they haven't won it in forever. That's how good the Yankees are. 13 years. That's not that long. I got your back, Tom. I got They've your back. Been, that's why the I'm Yankees not saying the they haven't been good. But the last time that we had a team that won multiple World Series in a short span was the Giants, 10, 12, 14. Since that time, since the 10, 12, 14 run of the Giants, every team has won one. Nobody's won more than one. For all the talk of how good all these teams are and the dynasties that are being built, it's really hard to win a World Series. That's all I'm saying. Just putting that out there. Really, really hard to win a World Series. Uh, and if the Astros don't do it this year, it will still um, be all of those great teams that were put together and great groups of young players, only one per organization. Yes? I was talking to my friend the other day about the Braves, and he was saying, am I crazy to say that the Braves are going to win the next four out of six? And I'm like, dude, you're absolutely nuts. Like so hard. And that, was be before, in it. that was before the playoffs started this year. And I was like, dude, you have no idea how hard it is. And that's why teams try to lock up their guys so much because you have no idea when you're going to get back. You have yeah. no idea. I mean, they're going like, to be in it. They're going to be around. They're going to be fighting for that East title and they're going to be in the playoffs, but tough. And that's exactly the point. Like you named three you name the Astros Dodgers Braves, like all those teams that have won and it's like exactly like you say the Braves are going to win four or six it's like what about the Dodgers they got to beat the Dodgers they got to beat the Padres Phillies are really good you got the Yankees on the other side Rays are a good team Astros are a good team Boston Boston's really like you have all these teams and it's like yeah like 
the Dodgers won however many games they won this year, and they're out in the DS. That's how hard baseball is to win all the time. I was a part of the last the last one, but the Cubbies went to three CSs in a row, and then we didn't really in 15 to 17, and then we didn't really get back to that, you know, because we had we got bounced in some wild cards. But, like, that was a huge accomplishment, and it felt like at the time, like it was a real letdown to what we were supposed to do. But, shit, it is tough. It is tough to have things line up and be healthy and have. But I think this postseason is such a great example of why just getting to the playoffs and being there and, you know, no matter what it takes to get in, just being in the fight is, like, so important. Never sure. know. Let's do screen time. Presented by Sloan. I like Sloan Flushers. You like Sloan Flushers. That's a different ad. How do you guys feel about Sloan Flushers? When was the last time you flushed? I haven't – I have not gone to the bathroom in my parents' house since I've been home, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do for the company. You know what would be it's a company man? A really good, a really good son would go and get all of their flushers replaced, and made them into a Sloan house. Christmas gift. You could automate. You could automate all of their flushers for Christmas. <laughs> They'd love it. They would absolutely love it. Oh, that's good. Tom, my screen time is six hours on the dot. Five fifty-seven. Oh, then look at it. I was dang it. Six hours, 39 minutes. Four forty-nine. Yeah. It's like Ian's yeah. definitely gonna win this one as soon as I heard this. That's that's a gimme I for I was Ian. Gonna be in trouble. You guys no. just spend all day on the phone or what? It's the off season, man. There's not much going on. It's either golf or Ian, as nothing. somebody who spends their time on the phone like you do, you're getting the loophole. There's a loophole that you're getting through here because when we lived together, you were on your phone more times than you were not. I don't think phone calls phone don't really screen, screen time, though. Like, I, t- I text more than I'm on the phone, so. Phone calls don't count? You gotta, you gotta... Well, there's the, so. the screen's not on when it's up to your. That's, that seems like a loophole. Yeah. Or if you got your AirPods, like then I think it's closed. Hey, man. But he's not technically looking at his phone for that. So yeah, but that. You're that's on fair. on the phone. But, but you that's know okay. You're conversing. You know what it's not about? It's not about productivity. It's not about going out there, building relationships, and making some calls, seeing how people are doing. It's not about that, okay? It's about, do you really need to be that extra half hour on the TikTok? Yeah, kind of. Some yes. really need to be Sometimes it's the only thing that gets me through the day. Scrolling. You need to be laugh. scrolling. A hundred percent. Makes me laugh. It's like, that, like on Saturday, you think Tom didn't need a good hour of TikTok to – calm himself down after the Yankees lost and be like, man, we're done. This is it. You know, we should ask the people, we should ask if we, we have this TikTok, the compound has a TikTok and we do kind of clips of the show around there. But if we did during the off season, like we went to play golf and we filmed the hole that we were playing or, you know, Zach was working on his driver on the range and he was showing us that he's hitting it 385. Is that something people want to see on the old TikTok? They want to see Dakota do, do a, a, some arm care. Well, that's the thing. There's some weighted balls. You told me to film stuff. You told me to film stuff, and I was like, I don't know if they want to see my golf swing. It's pretty bad. I have a few good ones of Dakota on my that's phone. That's content. No, no, we don't need. I know the one you got in mind. We don't. <laughs> Sounds like we it. need it. Sounds like we gotta have it. A, it was an absolute duck hook into a tree ten feet to my left. Been there. Been there. And all you hear is. 
my swing's way better since then. All right. I've, I've adjusted it. I've, I've watched videos. I've learned. I've gotten better. I just, I think we should ask the people, see, see what they want. Can I give a quick shout out to Sarah, who is our TikTok editor? She edits all the TikToks. She you, is also the main graphic designer for John Boy Media. And this is obviously a very busy time for her. She sent me the TikTok the other night at 1245 a.m. And I responded, are you okay? Because she's insane, but in the best possible way. And she's continuing to get out the TikToks, even though she has 25 other things to do. So shout out to Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, that's Sarah. Sarah, thanks for grinding. She's, the she's also, if you like any of the graphic design oh, yeah. from John Boy Media, it's all Sarah on social media. Did she draw that picture of you behind you? No, she did not. That's no. that's not me. That's Dan no. Kenobia. That's a. I know. I know. I know. It's not you. Because <laughs> he was gonna say you're fired. <laughs> uh, that's episode no, one thirty-two sure like of the Compound it. Podcast. <laughs> See you next week. Things are getting off the rails. Parse. Rub. 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 Rub.